One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. TalkSport Daily. Hello, my friends. Happy Thursday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Well, I haven't got to you yet. Just just hold your horses, Jay. All right? <coughs> Don't forget to check me out. Not him. Me on Drive today at 4pm alongside the brilliant, very funny man, Darren Ben. Love that film. Yeah. Love him. Mm. Uh, now, would you, Adam, leave it? I'm alongside the fun boy, Jason. Hello, matey. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Has anyone seen Thomas Tickle? Oh, you gonna... Has anyone seen Jurgen Klopp? Has anyone seen Derek Ten Hag? I mean, they're all going at the end of the season, aren't they? <gasps> No? I mean, Sorry, what? should we talk about your manager? What? Tenth. Oh, the mighty Chelsea final. tenth. Final. You'll lose that. Final. Actually, you'll probably win it. Who do you want to win that? Serious question. Who do you want to win that? That's a toughie for you. I hope football gets cancelled on Sunday. No. <laughs> Before we move on, Jay, let yeah. me just say yesterday's podcast was mm. quite potty mouth. It was potty mouth. Lots of bleeps. Yep. Right? Yep. Producer Tom was mm. here till late last night. He was. Bleeping. Oh, he's still here now. So what are Bleeping <laughs> out. So uh, do me a favour. Yeah. Do not, under any circumstances... Where on this podcast. Okay, no, I won't. Because last night he was here till late and he he was so f- He told me, first thing he said... Well, there you go. So, no swearing in this podcast. Okay, all right. Okay, we'll begin with all the Premier League action where Cloppy's Liverpool predictably beat Luton. Here's how it sounded, live on TalkSport. One or two Liverpool players have gone to ground and just collapsed because the effort and energy they had to expend to get past Luton was huge but when they did they powered past them and despite their injuries and ailments Liverpool do go four points clear of Manchester City to ensure whatever happens over the weekend by the time they have finished their latest cup final duel with Chelsea they will still be top of the Premier League Liverpool have beaten Luton by four goals to one TalkSport Daily Let's go to Richard he's a Liverpool fan right Rich? Hi mate how are you? I'm good Rich. Rich how are you? All right, thank you. Just um, say to Cundy, he's got no chance on Sunday. Is that right? You've got no chance. I mean, I, I mean it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, of course, you've already won it. Klopp was going around. I love the way that Klopp was going around celebrating against beating third place Luton like, he won the, like, like oh, he'd already on, won Cundy. the Carabao Cup. Cundy, come on. One nil down at half time. Did you think it was going to be a 4 1 win? No, but, but, come on, Rich. Come on. No, come on. I was going to say... Rich, I've never... Honestly, he's like he's just jumped out of a tree, like a bee in his chest. All right, okay. Like Tarzan. Let me ask you a question, Cundy. Can Chelsea produce a second team who are 1-0 down at half-time and end up winning 4-1? Yeah, probably. Can Chelsea... No, they can't. Chelsea haven't got a second team, Cundy. We beat beat Brighton with 10 men at home. You did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, what's wrong with you then? If you were one nil down at half time, Condi, you would never win four one. No, you're probably right. Are you worried about the injuries, though, Rich? You have got yeah, some injuries, Rich. 
Rich, you know what, yeah, Rich, I've not heard about these injuries. Tell us. Yeah. No, uh, come on, Condi. You know about the injuries. Klopp has said he's not going to mention it if we went go and win on Sunday, and of course, hopefully, win more trophies. But lads, come on. They've got a second team tonight, and the other thing to look at. Look at the stats. How many times do different teams score with different players? Liverpool now have got six players, if you think about it, who have all scored, and they really can score at any time in 90 minutes. Listen, lads, they are going to hold the title at the end of the season. Well, you're going to go a long way, but I'll just remind you, beat, beat in your chest and beat Luton at home. Come on, Rich. TalkSport Daily. And here's the Luton gaffer, Rob Bobby Edwards. Oh, Robbie Edwards, the eagle. Robbie the eagle Edwards. Do you know what, Macy? Have they got him? Jay. Have they got... No, that's Eddie the Eagle Edwards. This is Rob Edwards. Not the triple jump jumper. The triple that's, what? The, the triple jump jumper. No, that's Jonathan Edwards. It's Rob Edwards. What, the fella from the Royal Family? I love that TV show, Prince Edwards. No, that's Edwards. Prince Edward. Rob, well, maybe it was a case of you poked the beast, but yeah. were, you, uh, were you anticipating that sort of onslaught in the second half? I just said that to the written press then. I just said we made him angry, didn't we? <laughs> um, I've got to give our lads credit. I thought we were excellent. Just Liverpool were better. We played really well in the first half. I thought we looked like a good team. You know, we pressed really well and aggressively. We, we, we took the risks that we know we're going to take, but I thought we looked good with the ball and dangerous as well. Um, and I thought it was a fairly even game. I know they would have edged it in terms of shots, but I thought most of them were from outside the box and I thought we looked good. The second half, their, um, their counter-pressing was incredible. Their intensity was unbelievable. I just think we saw Anfield, Anfield at its best. And, and Liverpool, even though they've got some players missing at their best as well, they were, um, they were brilliant. On now to the Champions League, or the UCL, yeah, as I was calling it. What's yeah. the U stand for, Jay? Um, ultra. Yes, right, the Ultra Champions League. And Mikel Arteta's Arsenal, and their round of 16 clash with Porto. The final minute of the four added, Porto will bring it forward again. Rice with a sliding challenge with enough. Martinelli clips it to safety. Couldn't find Saka, though. And back will come from Otavio. So one last opportunity for Porto. Oh, it is a stunning goal. Who Mr. Sitter in the first half has lashed one in from 25 yards, curved across the face of David Ryan and into the bottom right hand corner. And just as it looked as though Arsenal had laid the foundation for a place in the quarterfinals, they know that they're going to have to come from behind in the tie because in the fourth minute of stoppage time, Porto have won it on the night and will take an aggregate lead to North London. You know, Gabriel very carelessly loses control of the ball. He could have served it forward, he's miscontrolled it. And then Arsenal have had two attempts to find a red and white shirt and they failed both times. Eventually, Porto served that ball forward to Galeno, who manages to curl a shot very cleverly, really carefully over David Ryan. Wondering whether the goalkeeper was a little too far out because it sails over him. I was very disappointed the way we gave the, the game away at the end and, and not managing that situation well enough. And uh, you get punished in the Champions League. Uh, you cannot win it, you don't lose it. We really dominated the game, but we lacked purpose, especially in the first half, to, to have much more aggression, to break lines, to play forward, to, to generate much more threat in that back line. In the second half, there were better, much better things, and we generated a lot of situations without really creating much from it. But uh, we will learn from it. Now it's clear, it's halftime. Uh, you want to be in quarterfinals. You have to be your opponent, it's clear. Uh, and that will be the purpose and the plan uh, with all our supporters together to, to do it. Talk Sport Daily. Now, Sir Jim Ratcliffe... Steve, if you were in the dressing room, what do you reckon his nickname would be? 
Uh, well, you, you know you've heard of the big dog? Big dog, yeah. The big rat. <laughs> yeah! Rat fans! Remember him? <laughs> Roland. Sir Jim Roland Ratcliffe. <laughs> Sir Jim, it is now. <laughs> That's the nickname. Anyway, Jay. Yeah. He's vowed to knock Man City off their perch. Oh, he's stolen that. He's stolen that off Sir Alex, mate. Oh, that's why he's used it. Yeah. After his partial takeover, Arrivals United was completed. However, despite the optimistic talk, Simon Money Money Jordan is not impressed, obviously, at all, by what Sir Jimbo, the big rat, has done so far at United. Yeah! Fans. Am I impressed by his work over the years as a leading industrialist? Undeniably. Am I impressed by his utterings and witterings as a new owner of Manchester United or a new minority shareholder, which all of it, not particularly. You know, he, he is going through uh, the gears. You know, the fact that he's effective. If a new broom in an environment doesn't sweep clean, then it's an old broom from old only fours and horses with 17 different handles and 10 different heads. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is that I expect to hear stuff. Because, look, anything you hear from Jim Radcliffe is an extension or sorry, is an increase in what you've heard from Glazers. Because you've heard nothing from the Glazers. I think you heard once upon a time a 30-second interview with Malcolm Glazer. And you've had a tiny little bit from Joel Glazer on a couple of occasions. Most of the time it's pushing a camera away. Right. If Radcliffe is making... He's he playing to the gallery. I mean, they're not, they're not playing football in a barn. You know, the, the room was leaking... The, 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 the Old Trafford was leaking 10 years ago... These things become more prevalent when your side isn't performing. Now, Bayern München Munich have confirmed that Thomas Tickle will leave at the end of the season with a club currently set to finish without a trophy since Harry Kane has turned up. The trophy dodger and, himself. Not, and Eric Dyer's there as well, isn't he? The trophy dodger. He's basically, he's basically turning Bayern he's, Munich into Spurs. He's, he's buying trophy dodgers. So what next for Bayern München? Will they chase Leverkusen boss Xavi Alonso or could Jurgen Klopp become the next Bayern Munich manager? Former red Daniel Murphy, the Smurf, reckons that Cloppy won't be at a new club for another year. I'd be amazed. He's given up this wonderful relationship he's got with the Liverpool supporters and the affinity he's got with the football club and the people and all that. So then go and start work again a few, what, six weeks later? No chance. Mm. He seems a man of a word. He seems, it seems a genuine uh, reason for him to... I can't think of an ulterior motive that's behind it for him to then say, I'm going to be working somewhere else. TalkSport Daily. And here's the Wolves gaffer and former Sports Bar co-host Gary O'Neill, proper co-host he was, saying there was negativity at the start of the season, but he has always looked forward to the challenge at Molyneux. And why working on the sports bar was a low point. What? Do you know what, mate? I'm not happy with him. I, do you know what? I hope he get, hope he get relegated. You can't say that, mate. No, I am. I'm sending him a phone out. What? Enough, mate. Are you going to text him? Yeah, I'll message him now. Go on, text him. Hello, Gaz. Cundy here. You were terrible on the sports bar. Hope you get relegated. Mate, you can't say that. That's where relegated stinks. Send. Oh, he's read it stinks. He's oh, just yeah. replied that was with... quick. Oh, that's a bit rude. Jay, show me how that yeah, believes. Show me. There stinks. Jay, Jay, you sent it to Martin O'Neill. Oh, yeah. Is it more difficult doing the job you're doing now or working on a sports bar <laughs> with Jason Cundy and Andy Goldstein? Yeah, it was possibly a low point, that. <laughs> um, some of them late nights, you know. Well, I'm sub for that. Half 12 at night. Uh, what was it, the ghost train? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was probably tougher. Um, oh, there's always go, a place. I'd rather go four or five without a win than have to do that again. <laughs> there was a lot of negative noise around before I came in. Um, and when I first arrived, obviously the club made a 
were forced to make a, a huge profit financially in the summer because of financial fair play and some of the money that had been spent here previously. Um, so I think somewhere around 140 million pounds worth of sales went out um, in the summer. So there was that. There was the fact that the manager left. Um, obviously, very high profile, excellent manager. Managed Real Madrid, uh, Spain. So when you lose a lot of your good senior players, you lose the manager. Um, you can understand there being some negativity around. So coming in, I thought it would be tough. I thought it would be really tough for us to um, to sort of galvanise the group and get them into a place that we needed them. Uh, but was really looking forward to the challenge. I thought it was a real good one for me. Obviously, I hadn't been managing very long as well. I've only been, probably only been doing it 15, 16 months now permanently. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was a really good challenge for me. Something where I could try and win over the fan base um galvanize a group of players which I had had some experience in 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 last season with with obviously at Bournemouth where um there was some negativity around and the, the lads had maybe suffered a lot of criticism and people writing them off so there there were some similarities to <clears throat> to what I had to do last year on now to be <laughs> boxing here's Josh Taylor and Jack Catchell Adams brother in the studio on Tugsport ahead of their super lightweight grudge rematch We'll hear from Catchall claiming he'll retire Taylor when he wins the fight. But first is Simon Floppyhead, Jordan and Taylor getting into a bit of a clash over the controversy about the first bout. I don't care what people's opinion, opinions are of the fight. If they thought Jack won or I won, I couldn't really care. That's their opinion. People are entitled to it. So I, I think I saw you saying something the other day that I'm a bit sensitive and all that. It's, just, yeah. it's completely the opposite way. Like, if you thought Jack won and people thought that he won, that's, that's cool. Like, that's that's your opinion of the fight. That's that's cool. Well, I've that's got absolutely no problems that's with that a, at That's all. how it should be, because it would seem in this space, in the boxing space, that anyone that doesn't give praise, all of a sudden people start sulking and getting a bit... Yeah, no, no, a that's, that's, bit that's te- not the case for me. It. That's not okay, the case. good. Because I do think Jack won that first fight. Yeah, that's good. And I do think cool. that the scoring was abhorrent, and I'm glad that you two guys are getting back in the ring. I think I'm getting better as a fighter. I think he says when he probably overlooked me. I don't think that's the case. He said all the things before the fight. I'm not overlooking him. He said all the right things. I think it's a bit of a, a cop-out excuse that he overlooked things me. Things that you've got to say. I'm I not think going he's exactly touched say, the ceiling oh, no, with Ramirez and I think I'm he's not, coming back down. I'm looking at someone else when that's what I was doing. I've got to say, yeah, you've got my full focus. Got to say things I think like he that. touched the ceiling with Ramirez and I think uh, I beat him and I think he's since then he's been on the decline. So how do you rate him at the moment, Jack? I think after April the 27th, Josh Taylor retires. You'll retire him that night? 100%. Talk Sport Daily. On now to a sport where they use a bat. What do you think that's going to be, Jay? It's going to be hanging upside down in the cave. (laughs) (laughs) Now, ahead of the crucial fourth test against India on Friday on Talk Sport 2, England captain Ben Stokesy Stokes may return to bowling. Bowling? Stinks. He's got to stop that sport, man. That's for old people bowling, mate. No, no, he's no. Got to st- That's what you do in cricket. You bowl with your bat or yeah. your field. He's got to stop that, mate. No, no, no. Bowling like a. Not on the. No, not with the not green. The... No, no, no. Not the crown green. The guy off the jack. No. Who's Jack? He's always standing at the end, isn't he? He's standing at the end. I've never seen him. He's always there. Anyway, he may return to bowling despite recently going through surgery. Didn't know he's a surgeon. No, me neither, Steve. That's interesting, isn't it? He's a very clever, aren't Multi talented boy. Indian commentator Harsha Bogley. Hope Stokesy doesn't pick up the ball and just plays as a batsman. I hope he doesn't because, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's, it's Ben Stokes. He hasn't bowled for a while. The mm. human body does accumulate rust. You can bowl a little bit. But I remember saying at the start of the series that if Ben Stokes doesn't bowl, it affects the balance 
of the England cricket team enormously. Ben Stokes bowls, you can have, if it's a turning track, you can have either of Anderson or Wood playing. And you could actually go back to playing three spinners. I know they're inexperienced, but I won't be surprised if Ben Stokes rocks up and bowls fast cutters or off breaks. And, and he's got the action for that. He, he, he can do that too. It'll make a huge difference because at the moment, England are making a good bowler and you like, like Joe Root and they're using him like Jim Laker or Graham Swan. It's, it, it can only work up to a point. So mm. I, I think it'll make a huge difference to the balance of the side if he does bowl. But I hope it doesn't affect his fitness while batting because they need Stokes the batter more than they need Stokes the bowler. Mm. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. TalkSport Daily. Now, in a recent sports bar show, you may have heard me, Jason Cundy, claim that Pringles aren't... How do you know your name? I don't know, I had read it. I thought, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> claim that Pringles aren't crisps. I'm standing by it, Stinks. Here's a question for you. Go on. Is Pringles crisps? No. A cri- cr- a Pringles are a snack. They're not a crisp. Well, it, the, they're not... They are they're not, crisps. They're not... No, crisps have got... They're in tubes. If you're in a tube, you can't be a crisp. That's... <laughs> <laughs> well, here's Dean Saunders and Natalie Sawyer. Eating them. No, no, no. Chatting about them on The Breakfast Show. Putting silly old Jamie and Jason in their place. I actually did a quick Google on this, and back in 2009, this went to court over here, uh, and it was a high court judge that decided Pringles are actually crisps. I thought they were crisps. I've, I've never debated it. It's never been. No. Why would it even be a debate? I don't even know why Jamie brought it up. It's a crisp. Because he can't stop eating them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, salt and vinegar, ready salted. What is it? Sour cream. They're crisp flavours. And why wouldn't they be a crisp? Cheese and onions, my favourite. 
just bog standard cheese and onion. As cheese in across onion. the board, any yeah. cheese and onion. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a good flavour. I'm a bit more of a meaty fan when it comes to a crisp. Smoky bacon's not for me. Why? Gives me heartburn. Oh, does it? We don't yeah. want to stay clear. Heartburn's terrible. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on Talks Boy Out. Wherever you get your podcast from, I'm back on Andy Ozzy's Drive Time Show at 4 pm today. What a show that is. See, you know what, mate? I can't wait to get in my car at 4 pm <coughs> and tune in. To Virgin. Oh. I'm back on the sports bar from 10, oh, 10 o'clock. o'clock. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily Poddington's out first thing in the morning. So make sure you hit the five-star review button. Notifications, likes, just keep on hitting. A bit violent, that. Be safe, everyone. Be, be safe. safe. This has been TalkSport Daily. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.